All right, gentlemen. Are we prepared? We are. Sound the alarm. Screonk. Episode of Geek Fanthology, and oh no, there goes Tokyo. Go, go, Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> um, in celebration of the Big G's 65th anniversary here on this here on this big green and blue marble, we are going to talk about the first 15 movies he was in. But not tonight. But not all in one sitting. <laughs> Today, we are going to be doing part one of our first ever two-part episode, um, talking about the first seven films of the Showa era of Godzilla. Um, and because we have seven movies to talk about, and only about an hour and a half to talk about them in, uh, we are going to dispense with all of our other... Um, normal? No, all of our normal stuff, except perhaps for the spoiler of the week, which is... Uh, the, the Godzilla is a guy in a rubber suit. Well, I was going to say it, it was the, the, the human Japanese defense force will never be particularly effective against Godzilla. Ah, yes. Um. <laughs> How about this? Godzilla will always return. <laughs> Godzilla returns in? Well. Every movie ever. Uh, I mean, a lot of people... The, the American release of Godzilla Raids Again was actually called Godzilla Returns. And for that matter, also, the the Godzilla 1984 movie, I think, was also called Godzilla Returns, which is the first episode, which is the first movie of the, uh, I think it's called the Heisei era, era, I can't remember, I'm not looking at the wiki off the top of my head at the moment, uh, which is the second era, which is billed as a sequel to the original Godzilla. You know, it's kind of funny, because he's essentially a giant dinosaur, and you have the eras of the films, kind of like how you have the eras of the dinosaur ages. And, yeah. You know, a prehistory. Yeah, yeah prehistory, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. Um, so, so we are going to start, as uh, as most, as most uh, retrospectives are wont to do, at the beginning. With the first film? With the first film. It's so... 1954. Gojira, 1954, October... So, one of the things I, w I want to point out that I noticed in these, um, the, this one and the next one have the heroic death of one of the main uh, protagonists. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was made 65 years ago. That's, that's why it's funny. That's why it's funny, yeah. Um, also, King Kong, also, King Kong falls off the building. And yeah. King Kong, just so you know. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah. Also, oh, a few other sort of basic uh, brief rules to uh, mention. October 27th, 1954, by the way. Ah. Um, at, 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 its, at its premiere in Nagoya. Um, we are not... Uh, we are not... We'd be watching uh, or talking about uh, movies that introduced other uh, characters in the Godzilla canon. Uh, so we are not talking about the uh, original Mothra movie, the original Rodan movie, or any such along those One lines. One could say Only... th this is like the old school MCU style thing. Yeah. We had a shared universe of monsters, of, of kaiju, the yeah. kaiju universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we're only talking about ones that actually feature Godzilla. That would be like the Toho cinematic universe, more or less. Right. Well, <laughs> kaiju I mean, the TCU. Well, I mean, uh, the, the kaiju. What you call universe. it? Um, Warner Brothers? Who, what's the American studio that just released King of the Monsters? Uh, two years I, ago, which was also like really darn good and. Don't know. 
Godzilla King of the Monsters? Yeah. Wait, you mean as opposed to the new one that was just released? Yeah, the one that literally just came out. Oh, you said two years ago. Uh, yeah, oh, I guess that was this year. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, the first one was... was, was uh, just Godzilla. Well, there's Godzilla yeah, was, in 2014. Godzilla, and that was 2014. And then earlier yeah. this year, there was Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah. Which was good, despite what Rotten, tri- what Rotten uh, Tomato, what, what Rotten Tomato says. What? It's legendary. Legendary. Yeah, um, legendary. So they also they are actually creating a monster verse. Yeah, they are. Um, Godzilla like vs King Godzilla Kong. Godzilla vs Kong coming up, and I'm yeah. fucking looking forward because like yeah. After seeing the original and how many missed opportunities there were, I'm excited. <laughs> we'll get that. to that. Okay. Yes, anyhow. We'll get there. We'll get that. Yeah. So that's called so foreshadowing. Gojira. Yeah. So Gojira. Old school. Gojira. Gojira. Or, uh, as it was called in the United States, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, right, sorry. Other ground rules to lay down here. Uh, we did not watch American localizations. We watched them directly from the source, so we don't. So we are not going to complain right. about shitty dubs. Right. Um, and that's just assumed. Anyway. If you want me to compl- complain about shitty dubs, I've seen most of these movies dubbed, and the dubs are pretty universally shitty. Well, to be fair, I feel like it's punching down a little bit when you're like looking up your looking down your nose from dubs from like forty years ago, fifty yeah. years ago. Like, oh, what shitty dubs! And it's like, all right, you know. Well, it, it was it was a lot of the voice characterization choices yeah. that really made very little sense to me. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that because we're talking about this. Because we watched it in Japanese. Right. right. Which is, yeah, anyways. That's a general recommendation for me personally, by the way, is if you want to watch these old movies, watch watch them with subtitles. Don't yeah. watch the dub. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so distracting. And even, uh, and now granted, there are plenty of moments that are silly and over the top. It's Godzilla. But yeah. sometimes <laughs> right? the stuff, especially in the early movies, is actually serious. And you want yeah. to take it seriously. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. if you do a dub, it's hard to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, really our, uh, I mean that does mean that we don't get the really nice uh, little set pieces with I think what with Milton Berle, um, because that just adds great because that was added <laughs> in. Um, but uh, yeah, anyhow. Um, so yeah, back to the topic of hand, Kojira. Kojira, nineteen fifty four. It's such a good movie. Like, By the way, I was sorry, wanna... Raymond Burr, not not. Uh, okay, Monroe. I want to throw this out. I'll there. stop with the with the digressions now. Um, because this is something I noticed at the very beginning of the movie, before um, Godzilla even appears. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't help but think that Jaws got some inspiration from this movie because the way things are kind of the foreboding and the setup and the tension and like, mm-hmm. oh, there's mysterious deaths and tragedies at sea and no one really quite knows what's going on. And right. Like, it really seems to me like Jaws drew some significant inspiration from this movie. Well, it, it does build dramatic tension, you know, yeah. for the era. I mean, granted, we are talking kaiju movie, but... Uh, well, see, well, here's the here's thing, the thing though, is that it Kaiju was, movie wasn't a thing yet. Well, this right, was just it was. This was not the first kaiju movie. Okay, so this is like an Atari versus Ness situation. Like because it existed, but it wasn't quite as blown up. A, a few, there were a few um, younger, there were a few older ones. Um, Frankenstein versus Baragon. Um, there were a number of previous kaiju movies. Frankenstein's monster people get it right. <sighs> well, yeah, except it wasn't even Frankenstein's monsters. It was it was an irradiated caveman, but oh, still. Okay, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just all kinds of. Wrong. Well, wrong within wrong. It's like na- sixteen names, wrongs. Yeah, names stop right. making sense. But yeah. like, anyway, the, it was not the original kaiju movie. It was, however, sort of the codifier. Yeah. Um, Is it fair to say it was the first really big successful one? It was. Yeah, it was the one that that, that made people genre. actually you know sit up and pay attention to the genre. Kind of yes. like how Iron Man was that for superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
so what I liked with this one is that I suppose what we see in modern ones, there was actual human interaction. It was almost like Godzilla was a was a secondary plot device. Yeah, he was more a force of nature than a character yeah. himself. Mm -hmm. He was he was it's because it's because he was the antagonist mm -hmm. yeah. as well. Um, yeah. It was everyone trying to deal with mm -hmm. how the hell are we going to stop this. Mm -hmm. th this uh, allegory for the atomic bomb drop. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, bears mentioning, it's only... Five goddamn yeah, years it's ago. It's only 1954. <laughs> right. Not five, but it was like... No, it was like nine years ago. It was nine years in the past. It mm -hmm. was less than ten years since the bomb yeah. dropped. Yeah. Or bombs, plural, I should yes. say. Because there right. are two. And they still didn't understand everything about what happened with that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's... And there was still atomic bomb testing going on. Mm -hmm. Right. So this was this was also an era where the atomic bomb, you know, like you said, it's an allegory for the atomic bomb being the actual monster. Yeah. Yeah. And Japan had a better had a better particular uh, inside track on that than any Anyone other country else. ever. Yeah. Because they have been they were the only one and still are the only one who ever who ever actually, actually had, had it used against them. them. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah they're still the and I highly recommend this to anyone who ever gets the opportunity. You should really, really visit the uh, the, Hiro the Hiroshima War, Mu War Memorial Museum. If you ever get a chance, if you're ever in Japan, yeah. you should make a day trip to go to Hiroshima and visit the museum. Yeah. Um, it's just because it, it's important. Right. Um, so. so the thing is, with this being so new to the war, mm -hmm. um, you know, the JDF, uh, J Japanese Defense Force, mm -hmm. still a thing. My number but, one Godzilla enemy. Because mm -hmm. they tried, darn it. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to give them an A for effort. <laughs> they really try cool. in every single movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sometimes they're even, like, temporarily successful, yeah, right? which we'll get to in the next movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they, um, but, you know, like the, the scientist who comes up with the, you know, the oxygen destroyer. Yep. Right. Which it's, is essentially, that is the more, like, uh, obvious, like, hey, guys, we are really talking about this, like, you know, like, allegorical stuff. This is another weapon of mass destruction. It's like, message, message. Yeah. Right. And his choice, of course, at the end, to basically destroy his notes and die with his invention. Yeah. Right. So that it can yeah. never be used for, uh, used for, uh nefarious purposes right exactly um so you know is that which is very japanese oh yeah spoilers for like all 70 70s yeah. movies yeah um <laughs> but you know you've got the whole you have the whole human drama you know yeah. and then you've got the scientist who's we must study it it's a freaking you know it's it's a force of nature it's like it's, we a, must giant, study it. it's a giant monster that wants to kill and eat us all oh yeah and it breathes atomic fire yeah it's right? like, I think Which, we got the gist <laughs> like let's focus on survival now yeah well and I love that I mean in, in the survive first films, study later yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah it's a prerequisite films, for study in the later films it, you know we see fire that looks like fire but in this this atomic breath breath basically looks like atomic breasts atomic breath looks like a mist. Yeah, it looks like he's just kind of yeah. Like like he's uh, you know, just breathing water vapor out. But that's although, also although, black and white too. Although to be fair, it looks better than some of the iterations where it is just water and they, they screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it his breath goes through so many different iterations and levels of quality is crazy. Well we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. Right. We we'll get to that. So we don't know. really get to the massive drop off in quality until next but until next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 
So but I mean, they'd be pretty good with what they had at the time. Right. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. But I also like, you know, because the, the effects were pretty darn decent. Yeah. Well, the cinematography is amazing. Yeah. The, sh- the, the placement and the shots and everything. Like, mm-hmm. they did so much. I mean, they're just basically, they're playing with little toys, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do it so well. And it it, because it was black and white, they could get away with a lot mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. In color, they wouldn't get away with some of that I've stuff. actually seen, um, having, having been to Japan... Ha ha ha! I get to rub this in. Wait, what? You've yeah. been to Japan? I know, really? right? Uh, we one of the things we did was we visited Toho Studios. I actually got to see a Godzilla set. Oh, that's awesome! And there, it's really amazing because because you don't get to obviously you don't get to walk like well you do actually. There's kind of a walkway up through the set a little bit, uh-huh. so you gotta get get an impression. It's like yeah, the, the the buildings come up to your knees, right? And it's just you feel. Powerful right. standing is like <laughs> monster's eye view. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they do so well I mean, because even the tanks are miniature tanks, and if you know what to look for, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. But you know, back then, that was just you know that was the most amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they and they you know they had little firecrackers in them, so they went bang. Right. Right. And, <laughs> I mean, for me to be sitting here saying, "Hey, there was some stuff that kind of works and kind of holds up a bit when it's 2019." Yeah. That's a yeah. pretty big compliment. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. I mean. These are these we're are talking 65 years. Yeah. Here. These are practical effects. Mm-hmm. At the dawn of effects, kind of in general, right, yeah, right. And, you know, in cinema in its adolescence, yeah, in its adolescence, yeah, in its toddler year. Eh, well, no, I mean, toddlers have been a while for a while. They've been around for a while, and and the and and silent films have been around for for. Well, as, while, yeah, as far as non-silent film goes, yeah. like it hadn't been around. What had it? Would have been like twenty years or so at this point. Right. Let's see. But when, when we're talking something, the very talking. first talking uh, talking uh, film, the Jazz Singer, uh, which is famous for blackface and also being the first uh, talking film, uh, came out in twenty seven. Okay, so, so, so closer to for about twenty for about twenty five years. Yeah, yeah, right. But remember, I mean, we're talking a technology that has been around for nigh on a hundred years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still in its early era. It's still with practical, effect, practical yeah. effects. Right. I mean, At this point, we're talking about a hundred years old, and it still looks good. Yeah. For having not been a hundred, for having been about twenty-ish to thirty years old at that point. Exactly. I mean, it's just amazing mm-hmm. what they pulled off. You know, with what they were able to do. Um, Another thing I noticed about this is uh, you have the one of the main characters. You have the. Uh, I, I forgot, you know, uh, the, I mean, it's impossible to remember all these names and things, but right. uh, the guy, the other main, the main character who was not the scientist, who had... Not Sarah Zala, though. Um, who had his, I don't know, was it just, were they married or is it just his girlfriend? His girlfriend. Think girlfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend. yeah. Fiance. Like, oh, that was it, fiance. Right, because yeah. she called off the engagement, her father, right. because her father disapproved of him. So, and that's, this is interesting, is like, to see a... And in some ways, kind of refreshing to to, to see a um, a romantic slash intimate relationship without a ton of affection and or sexual interaction right. on screen. Like they didn't even kiss each other. So it's a, it's a right. very Japanese romance. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and in a weird way, like it was, it's kind of like um, it makes it more intimate. Because, yeah, like, they're just there, like, for each other without all this other stuff going on. It's yeah. kind of like a distraction, right. you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was... And it, you you see that in... You know, I see it especially in their the relationship we'll get to in Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, between the you know the police detective and the princess. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I like. I mean, Eudora's like. We'll get to. We'll. We'll. We, yeah. Honestly, we kind of need to move on. Yeah. Um, Godzilla. So, so Godzilla, Godzilla won. Godzilla. It's really damn good. Yeah, and um, again, it was it was an allegory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a good we, allegory too. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we see that. You know, we all we had all they had was what they had. You know, so they're, they're yeah. throwing. You know, take. You know. Yep. I feel like it's a good. They did what they uh, could with what they had, and they, you can see where they kind of get a little bit better each time too. Exactly. I, I think what I what I like about it in the allegory sense is that like, it's that happy medium, that Goldilocks spot where it doesn't tiptoe around and get coy about it, but it's not so ham fisted and or preachy that mm -hmm. it beats you over the head with it. Mm -hmm. And for this to be less than ten years after they got friggin' bombed twice, mm -hmm. that's impressive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So kudos for them. Threading that needle. Mm -hmm. um, well, that, and that's Japanese society. I mean, overall, really, it's very understated without being over the top. Yeah, poignant without being like obtuse. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I mean, they have their. I'm oh, sure I did have a quick little technical question here. Yeah. Um, they at the end, you know, noble sacrifice, blah blah blah. What was what was the official name for that? The oxygen, oxygen destroyer. destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he goes down there, just Godzilla evaporates, and then he, there's Godzilla right back. But is that a different Godzilla? Yeah, we'll get to that here in a second. That it's a yeah. different Godzilla. We will get to that here in a second. Okay. Um, I'm going to break up the movies with a little bit of music. Still a musical my favorite thing. movie, by the way, the original. Cool. Okay. Uh, we'll get to our, our rankings at the end of the next episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to break up everything with a small sound sting, so... All right, so, movie two. Godzilla Raids, Godzilla again. Raids again. Yes, uh, it's actually pretty much stated, huh, this must be another Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, well, it just seems like such a throwaway it, thing. It really is. I, that was actually in my notes. It was like, oh, like, my, my note was kind of lazy of, oh, it's another one. Right. Right, it's another, because, and what, what it is is because when we first, when they first see him, he's mm -hmm. fighting the Ankylosaurus. Uh, Angiris. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But who, yeah, who's basically a giant ankylosaurus. He is a giant ankylosaurus. Yeah, yeah but they yeah. called him Angiris. Right. He's uh, he, um, he is famous <laughs> for getting his ass beat every time he's ever on 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 uh, on right. screen. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, he's also uh, semi-famous for being the first mon uh, yeah. big monster that Godzilla ever fought. And he's just cool. I, I like his design. Yeah. Uh, I like his. He's got like a porcupine ball thing going, and yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Twin tails, everything. Yeah, you know, so. just he can't beat atomic fire. It's, right. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a trump card. It's hard to beat that. <laughs> Godzilla didn't kill him with a talent fire. He you know, bit his neck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But oh, um, other quick thing to mention. I'm not. I can't. I'm pretty sure that every single Godzilla release in America, uh, at least of this era, was rated G for general audiences. Yep. Which is hilarious given the amount of blood we are going to see in future movies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a definitely a note I took. <laughs> so I mean, it when doesn't happen often, blood. but when it does, it's pretty. It's gratuitous sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like you know, and like the it's sheer like a Rob amount of movies. sheer amount of violence. Like also like, those suits are legitimately on fire in a number of in a number of cases. Right. Like yeah. So with this one, the Bill Rains again. Yeah, it was stated that yes, these are from that era. The atomic bombs woke them up or re revivified them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, the, you know, they fought. So, 
Um, and again, the Jap, you know, JDF gets better. Yeah. And realize we're not going to brute force it. We're not going to brute force brute force brute this. force this. Let's use light bombs, aka flares. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It, it worked. worked. It distracted Godzilla. All they had to do was black out Hiroshima, or that no, wasn't Tokyo, Hiroshima. Or sorry, or no, it was Osaka. Yeah, it was Osaka. Which, uh, which is saying something else because Osaka is a very brightly lit city, uh, normally. Yeah. And so all they had to do was black out the entirety of Osaka, and then mm. use hey, pretty lights. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, this is the first time they shift strategy from, hey, let's blow it up to, oh, well, we really can't blow this let, thing up. Let's, so. let's just try, let's try to, to keep go, him away, away from us. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, look over here. Truth be told, my my summary of this is Godzilla pisses off a um, a fish cannery and pays the pays the price. They killed him for they got him for Kobayashi. <laughs> The can lobby strikes again, <laughs> right? The, the fish lobby, lobby I guess. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's basically it. Is they the the uh, the air force like mm-hmm. causes an avalanche that encases him in ice for a while. Uh, yeah, that was how they resolved that one. I couldn't remember. I, I was having difficulty remembering how they resolved. And it's this funny because they were so they were so uh, the sweet summer children. They were so naive. They're like, oh yeah, this should probably hold him for at least like a hundred years. And then it's like a couple years later, he's like, yeah. five years later. <laughs> by the way, yeah. did you did I mention that I can breathe? Fire Fire. Yeah. Right, which is why he didn't do that in the, you know, um, you know, at the ice. No, let's get the airplanes first, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, nobody well, said he was smart. Yeah. At least not yet. No, he, he, he definitely... He becomes more sentient later on, yeah. so he becomes more of a protagonist. Yes. As, yeah. as, he, as the character arc of Godzilla evolves, he becomes more and more intelligent and, uh, and more and more, and, and sort of less... Also, you'll you'll notice in the in sort of the the arc of the suits, mm-hmm. it becomes he becomes less monstrous as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. kind of one of the notes I had was kaiju venom. Like he starts out and he's just pure villain, and then like slowly as he becomes more popular, he you know they meta yep. him into being a antihero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, I thought uh, Godzilla raids again. Um, it had like. It had some more, like, it had more in different sets, mm-hmm. and it felt, like, bigger in that sense. You had, like, the whole, like, uh, in the cockpit, and, like, all these vistas, and, like, yeah. the ice, and, like, it was cool, because it kind of expanded the scope, you know? It felt, mm-hmm. like, bigger, yeah. but and not just got, bigger for the sake of being bigger. And you, and you gotta you gotta look at, to me, it was also a big, it was a good look at Japanese, what culture was like, you know, in Japan at the time. You know, what the drinking house and everything like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, mm-hmm. uh, another great important uh, thing of, of importance, at least to me, um, this is also the first movie to uh, to uh, begin the fine, uh, upstanding Godzilla tradition of reusing footage from previous movies. Uh, yes, yes, they did it in the first in the in they the first dark sequel. Yes, <laughs> and right, this and is this is a, a habit that, that that will continue for the rest of the franchise. Tried and true Toho tradition. <laughs> Uh, we can't afford to shoot that scene again. We already destroyed that city. Yeah, but don't we have shots of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Throw it in. So, but yeah, it's without one. It was, but it was still cool, you know, because they it was actually reusing footage 
Which was them showing footage of Yeah, that. That, that, it was kind of meta in that regard. It wasn't yeah. actually, right. let's just, okay, and pull out the stock footage. No, this what was, was yeah. let's review, let us let us review what happened in the last movie. Right. Oh yeah, like, we got our ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the classiest mini clip show ever. Yeah. Very, like very a, well done. Not like another movie that we'll get to next time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> So this one, you know, again, we have movie. we Sorry. have a heroic death, you know, Kobayashi, um, mm-hmm. you know, because, and yeah, it, 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 the final line of the movie, you know, so we got Godzilla for you, Kobayashi, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay, honestly, of of the uh, of the movies that I, that we that that we watched, I actually found this one the most forgettable. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's I yeah. I mean, it's the spectacle fight is over at it like in midway it, it, yeah, halfway yeah. through the movie, and then the rest of it is okay. Well, I guess we got to deal with Godzilla again. Yeah, it kind of has some pacing. Yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't actually a threat at the time when they went and found him. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, there's a Godzilla. We should probably maybe do something. But and he was coming <laughs> towards them, and we're like, we need to yeah. root Godzilla away from us. It's like it was. It's it's better than some of the other movies, but it is more. I, I agree that it's more forgettable because it's like it's kind of a watered down version of the first one. Yeah, and that's both uh, both in movie and a meta because it's like first of all, you you don't have two big reveals. Like there's the Godzilla, the first Godzilla movie where you find out that Godzilla's Godzilla. Holy shit! It's Godzilla. And he's yes. doing a thing. And then the second one, you're never going to have as much impact. It was like, oh look, it's that giant monster or force of nature that you already are familiar with. It's like there's only one intro to these things, right? It's kind of like Lord of the Rings. Like you don't get to see the Shire for the first time again. Right. Like it's just one of those things where like a lot of it's just the mystique is gone because you've seen the first movie. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it is very similar, where it's kind of like I mean, down to even using some of the same footage, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, okay, well here's a general gist, here's the heroic sacrifice. They're just kind of like going through a formula. Yeah. At that point. It's a good formula. But, but to be it's, fair, it's, at the same time, it's you actually get to formula. see Godzilla fight a monster. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. Cool. That. That's and it's actually a pretty cool monster. That is where that, yeah. that is where they they break from the formula and realize, holy shit, this sells, which right. segues nicely. Yes, it does. Into into Godzilla versus Kong. Drum roll on your chest. That is. <laughs> uh, so. Um, I got I got opinions on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have many opinions. I mean, Kong made my number two uh, villains, but that was or enemies of Godzilla. But that was mostly because he won in his first confrontation. Like he, he pretty yeah. debouncedly actually won the end of that movie. Oh yeah, because um, he's well, he's the one who because he's the won. one who gets out of the water and swims away. He's swimming away. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. like, oh shit! He actually won. Got like. We don't even get to see Godzilla at the end of this movie. Right. right. Um, Before the little end kanji comes up. On the other hand, I hadn't watched this movie in a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, for those following along at home, um, I'm not sure if you mentioned it or not, but Godzilla Raids again was just the year after 1955. Kong vs. Godzilla is the first time there's actually a big break between these. This is 1963. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you kept track of that because I did. Eight years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seven or eight year height. I gotta say. um, Oh, first one in color, of course. That's a huge thing. First color. Because so, uh, color was kind of a new thing at that point. It was. Right. Uh, so, obligatory <laughs> that's games. right, ladies and gentlemen. Color did not exist before 1964. <laughs> yeah, Everything was in black and white. What was it like, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> not that old. 
I know, but we had to get the obligatory Venice old joke in there somewhere. I was going to throw myself in front of that bus. <laughs> See, back then you could honestly say, I don't see color. <laughs> there was no such thing as colorblind. <laughs> Some people just have not been colorized yet. Yep. Um, so, yeah, originally watching this one, because mm-hmm. I was a kid when I first saw this. Mm-hmm. And it was on, you know, the television yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back then, um, the first time I saw it was yeah, actually. You got up and you turned the knob. Mm-hmm. Got up and you turned the knob. You had to pull the little but you know button to turn it on. Right. Yeah. You know. Anyways. You had to pull it out twice if you wanted the UHF the UHF uh, channels. Actually, you had a separate dial for UHF channels. Uh, yeah, okay, that was how yours worked. Yes. I, I actually had a knob TV, and ours was pull out once for for uh, for VHF and uh, twice for UHF. See, ours were always you had you like the twelve channels, and you put it up to you, and then you could turn the UHF. Ah, down. okay. So, um, when I first watched this, you know, back in my day, uh, <laughs> the, uh, it wasn't that, you know, it was like, this is normal. Because this was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. This was only like 10 years after this has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was before Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Before the concept of the blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And before the concept of, hey, let's not make fun of other people. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Yeah, and, and so watching it now, I'm just going, oh, cringe, oh, cringe, cringe. Well, it was like, the, so so the the people in blackface. Yeah, which is kind of uh, funny I, seeing Japanese people, because we do it in, you know, yellow face is also yeah. a thing that we did before. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going. It, it wasn't, but like... While it is very cringy from today's standards, it was right. it was definitely a product of its time. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I don't I don't know how many people would have even like clucked their teeth at it. Yeah. Back then. Oh, no one would have. No one um, did. I'll, but, I'm here to tell you. Well, and I think <laughs> an, an important thing to establish too is the intent. Yeah. The intent yeah. and the context. Yeah. Like, and, and it was a Japanese movie. Yeah. yeah. It also, well, yeah. I should point out it's also really damn hard to to if you want people who don't look. Asian, for a Japanese movie, you pretty much have to resort to makeup uh, or mm-hmm. casting well outside your country, right? Which exactly. would be a, which it would have been economically expensive. prohibitive, right? Yeah, like it's not really it, like this isn't this isn't like how people complain about whitewashing. It was really, really like didn't have the pool exactly. for right. enough black guys and, and gals to actually do that. Like, right. oh, exactly. yes, black people live in Japan, but like. And how many of them are actors? How many of them are actors? And also, like, one for every, like, 500 non-black people? Yeah. And, like, the ratio is tiny. It's just an economical thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless oh. you're casting the Ainu, in which case, but, you know, then Japan has problems with the Ainu. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so the, cringe, cringe. Yeah, kind of cringy, but some of it also, like, they're, they're, they're a little go-between. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every time he would raise his hands, I was begging to do that funny walk up, you know. Which as like a kid, which doctor in Diablo three? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it was it was kind of funny because he'd go up and he'd do his thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but and then of course, them winning them over with transistor radios and cigarettes. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> that was the cringe, cringe. That's like yeah. Oh, no. Wait, what was the first thing? Transistor radios. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, Look, but he has this thing with the yeah. KGB, and he's Look, looking under it, you know, which yeah. would actually be, you know, you're kind of going, what the hell? You How know? the hell is it, like, if you've never experienced a radio, what the fuck? Right. How does this work? Mm-hmm. 
huh, but you know, the, the thing I've got more opinions on than anything else, because, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the blackface, I'm like, okay, it was made in the right. 60s. It's yeah. part of its time. I'm not going to get too hung up on that. No. What I'm going to get hung up on was how poorly fitted the con suit was. Oh, I mean, yes. Kong looked so bad. It looked it like just it bad. looked like somebody had it. It looked like somebody had thrown it. Like somebody was holding onto a sack of potatoes underneath that suit <laughs> yeah. and trying to gesticulate. Like it yeah. was lumpy. Yeah, it was lumpy. And it sagged in all the wrong places. It looked like it was. Yeah, yeah. Just it seems that was that. That's actually my biggest complaint. It's like the Godzilla suit is really nice still. Oh yeah. And the Kong suit looks like something I could make. Well, for me, it's it's a combination. My my main criticism is split between what you just said and the fact that there's so much wasted time and weird pacing in this movie. Like, there's hardly any Godzilla vs. King Kong. It's just like... like, Two two times. It's just a big... Here's what the movie's really about. The movie is about the most ballsy marketing campaign ever. Ever. And Godzilla and King Kong just happen to be part of it mm-hmm. as an afterthought. Yep. It's, well, it's a kooky, co- uh, tempted comedy yeah. of like this corporate greed thing. Like It's so mm-hmm. weird. Like what? It's like, no, what people want is to just see the monsters fight. Let right. Give yeah. the people what they want. Mm-hmm. This is not well, supposed to be a zany comedy or some weird lecture right. on corporate greed. Right. Just show the fucking monsters beating the shit. <laughs> is that too much to ask? When your movie is Godzilla versus King or King Kong versus Godzilla. I yeah. mean, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and then the other. Okay, my opinion. King Kong is suddenly Electro Kong. Well, only after getting struck, struck by lightning, but um, well, no, because he gets stronger when he goes through the ten million volt. I think. Um, yep. Well, and wires? how fucking stupid was it that they could actually haul him on that raft, and then that they thought it was a good idea to do so? Right. I'm like, really, guys? You don't think he's gonna wake up and just wreck everything? But we got him surrounded by explosives. Oh, okay. that'll work. Yeah. What's your point? Yeah. Yeah, that's like firecrackers to him. What? You yeah. Fucking idiots? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is also not the not the only time you will see um, <coughs> giant monsters pulling eleventh hour uh, electric il- electric electricity superpowers out of their butts. Right. Um, oh, you mean crank too? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was talking about. I can't remember which Godzilla movie it is. I think it's like I think it's Terror of Mechagodzilla. I think it's the last one we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he gets struck by lightning and suddenly becomes magnetic. It's you know. Mechagodzilla. I can't. I can't know. Godzilla. Godzilla. It's, just, oh. it's a thing. And it's a thing that he does, and that's how he... I can't remember which movie. It's, I know it's one of the ones we're going to watch, mm-hmm. but I've only watched the first seven because... It's uh, Deus Ex Kaiju. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much... It's an 11th hour superpower that lets him win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, because superpower. those happen often. Yeah, um, it's weird. Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here going, really? Yeah, but, you know... Because the writing is is, you know... Yeah. This is this is an example of the writing being not quite sure what they're really wanting to try. Right, right, right. But on the other hand, it's it's an example. Of, you know, in the yeah. um, you know in the writers' room, like, oh, so what if? Oh man, I just had a weird thought. <laughs> what to this point, Godzilla's zero for three. Think about it. Mm-hmm. He gets the shit blown out of him. He has evaporated. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back, thrashes around. Well, I guess technically he beats Angus. He'll he, he be one for four. He's one for four. He's yeah. one for four. At this point, four. technically. But still, that's a pretty shitty yeah. average for this iconic monster. I'm just and, one for three against Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, technically. Like of baseball. It's like, yeah, I mean, technically he loses the next one, too. Um, yeah. 
Versus Mothra? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. See, okay, this gets weird, right? I mean... He wins and loses okay, that fight. Is, are we, we going to transition here? Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Kong other than... It sucked. Yeah, well, I don't think it sucked. I just think it was like... Of, hey, Sherman, it stinks. Of the ones we've watched... It was the weakest. Yeah, it's probably... It's the weakest of the ones we've watched so far. Right. It Which is like, odd considering you'd think, hey, Godzilla fights another really cool iconic monster and it's in color. Yeah, it's you'd really, think it'd be better. It's really it just fucked up not. the design of the of the really cool second iconic monster. Yeah, yeah. I am still, however, very much looking forward to Godzilla oh. vs. Kong okay. oh, yeah. coming up next year. I'm on board. It's yeah. gonna be fucking awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> my other problem was oh, my other favorite part of that. The scientist. Hmm. <laughs> on board the sub. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how we re- we release Godzilla. It's like, oh yeah, um, there, there's a submarine right next to the Godzilla's ice prison. Why the hell was any like? Why isn't there not like everyone has said? Oh, by the way, guys, Godzilla is here. Because there were, everybody stay the fuck away from him. Remember, there was need to know information that people needed. <laughs> well, remember, to know. it was an iceberg. He was on an island. Yeah. And they were investigating the Cherenkov radiation. That should have been a good, a good. Yeah, uh, it's. Yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah. What's a massive for? What's a massive uh, uh, source of Cherenkov radiation in the general? Uh, um, in this world. Yeah. Right. Oh frozen, right. It's frozen in the middle of nowhere. Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, folks. Let let let's let's move on though. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, I have this note that uh, that I want to share real quick on, as far as uh, the fourth one. Hail to the queen, baby. This is the fourth. <laughs> no, fourth. Because Godzilla is always billed as the king of the monsters. Right. But if there is one, like, uncontested queen of the monsters, it's Mothra. Oh, yeah. Primarily because she's also the only one that's, that's universally always female. Yeah. But also, she kicks Godzilla's ass. Yeah. yeah, sort of. Kind well, of. and she's also considered. She's also she's a protector deity too. The power of maternity. Yes, mm-hmm. she's also the first universally benevolent kaiju. Right. Like even in her solo movie, Mothra. Mm-hmm. The only reason she goes on a rampage is because people kidnap her fairies. Right. As cool as Mothra is, <laughs> I will always resent her for bringing us the little singing tiny twins. I them uh, and and they were a thing. They're called the uh, the the actors actresses or their their duo called yeah. the peanuts. The peanuts. Yep. Well, and they, they're twins. very hit or miss. Like they'll do this really annoying long song thing that's lame, and then sometimes they'll like you know there'll be an amusing scene where they're like doing like a Tom and Jerry routine. You know, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're just they're very hit or miss for me. Yeah. But yeah, Mothra is awesome. Yeah. Um... And, and in this one, Mothra both loses and wins. Yeah. Because uh, Big Mothra... Of course, is already dying of old Yeah, she's, she's already in the process of dying at the moment. Right. <laughs> and still manages to kick some pretty serious ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but then her two larvae uh, come out and do some stuff. and Yeah, I mean, basically, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. Godzilla and Mothra, when they, they fight for a while, and eventually Godzilla manages to breathe all over her and set her on fire, and that yeah. kind of does her in. Right. But then there's the, the twins that hatch, mm-hmm. and they basically silly string him to to death. Well, yeah. not to death, but to, to incapacitation. Uh, to, to, to fuck this shit, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> Well, he doesn't. It's not like he has a choice. Like he's encased in a bunch of 
uh, yeah. you know, cocoon and a bunch of web or whatever, and mm -hmm. then he just falls over and sinks like a rock, and that's mm -hmm. it. Yep. And they swim away with the little title card, which is like a tradition now, apparently, is that little, that shot of the Shorty water. Gene. That shot of the water, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, shots of the water, either beginning or the end of, mo of Godzilla movies, it's very... But there's that one thing. specific shot that they're yeah. always using now at the end. Yeah. Um, I think, did that start with Kong? I, th I feel like it I started think it with did, Kong. yeah. Yeah. The fairies, by the way, are the Shobi Jean. If I, I was gonna, it was gonna bother me if I couldn't think of them. Uh, I actually really like them. Their whole we talk in unison shtick and, and are psychically connected to Mothra. I, I like that. Yeah. But it's, it's also kind of campy and I like that. Also, yeah. I like the Mothra songs. Ah, uh, jeez. What's. Mothra songs. That's all the musical. Uh, I, feel I, like, I feel like you I, just told me that you put ketchup on steak. I like I like Japanese musical uh, like musical theories and sensibilities a lot. So the fact that they're actually pretty good songs mm -hmm. from a Japanese from a Japanese perspective makes me like them. I also like the King Caesar song, which we're going to get to eventually. Yes, it's pointless in the movie, sure. Yeah. But it's not it's not bad music and it's it's evocative and I like it. Different strokes. Yeah. It's still overall a pretty solid movie. Oh yeah, no, I really like this is this is definitely one of the ones I like. And See, it's See, what's so funny about mm -hmm. this is this is the crossover done right. Mm -hmm. Because Mothra was her own thing that was popular before this. Yep. They well, totally screwed up the Godzilla King Kong crossover. Mm -hmm. Now they kind of redeemed themselves. It's like, oh right, um, mm -hmm. let's let's get a let's get a suit that doesn't suck. Right. Um, oh, this isn't as crossovery because King Kong was very much an yeah. American thing. Yeah. Should be well, King Kong had also been a, a kaiju in a number of movies already. Oh, okay. Um. So. So wait a minute. What what is the actual origin here? Did King Kong come first, or did they lift it from Kong and Kaiju? Oh no, he definitely King Kong did come first. Okay, he was to the, the best of my knowledge. Okay. The Harryhausen got, uh, so. King Kong is the original, who was then immediately cribbed by the Japanese. Okay. Because um, the Harryhausen got the King Kong is like that's 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 real. Well, see, that school, makes sense because uh, they they had over effects, time they yeah. built up demand. For the Japanese audience to actually want to see that, mm -hmm. and then the Americans, in fact, Godzilla was cool, and it was all all kind of came together. Right. Wish the execution was mm -hmm. better, but anyway, Mothra. Yeah. Also, Mo it also should be pointed out that Mothra actually really isn't, for the most part, a suit. She's puppets. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's not a person that's going to fit in that. Yeah. <clears throat> Rodan is actually sometimes a suit and sometimes puppetry. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting. But Mothra is pretty much universally just a puppet. Even the larvae, larvae are just hand puppets. By the way, how funny is it that the moth uh, gets done in by the flame? Isn't that fitting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would have thunk it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... I mean, it's funny. This is a good one, and we have less to say you about it really than we do don't about have a lot Kong. To say about it, yeah. yeah. You really can't, you I mean, really I guess you get to see a lot of the island again. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I was going to talk about Infant Island and yeah. uh, and um, the right. Ainu and how like this. While it didn't actually feature the Ainu, it definitely featured people who were supposed to be stand-ins for the Ainu. Yeah. Um, and actually wasn't horribly disrespectful to them, which was I thought nice and happy. Right. Uh, <laughs> By the way. The original Kong was not Harryhausen. He wasn't? Nope. That wasn't a Harryhausen? Nope. Uh, stop motion animation was by Willis O'Brien. Huh. It really looks like Harryhausen at work. It was 1933. Harryhausen wasn't that early. Okay. <clears throat> well, then Harryhausen definitely, like, cribbed from him then, because... Okay. 
And if you like, if, for people who don't know, minor, another minor, uh, uh, Ray Harryhausen was the king of the stop motion monsters uh, yeah. uh, that you would have seen in U.S. films along the time, like uh, the big colossus guy from uh, Clash of the Titans. Yep, that was him. For that matter. Pretty much all of the stop motion monsters in Clash of the Titans, <laughs> um, the original Clash of the Titans, obviously. Um, yeah. A number of other things. He, uh, the the wonderful voyage of Sinbad. Um, For people that aren't as familiar with stop motion stuff, think Robot Chicken or Gumby. That's essentially yeah, that is stop, stop motion. motion stop although motion the, the the thing the thing that really sets Harryhausen's work apart is how. Actually, like semi-realistic, it all looks. Yeah. Now, Orion was Harryhausen's mentor. That would explain it. There you go. There <laughs> because you go. because the stop motion in King Kong is really damn good too. Yeah. And also how well integrated it is. Anyhow, um, Mothra was good. Um, all right, here it is. The introduction of arguably Godzilla's most famous enemy. Yeah, his nemesis. He has pretty much two main nemeses that everyone will will agree upon, and it's hard to and 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 there's arguments and and camps essentially as to which one is really his main nemesis. Is it Mechagodzilla or is it King Ghidorah? I gotta go with King Ghidorah. I uh, King Ghidorah too. Ghidorah is yeah he's. Cooler. <laughs> he's, he's got he's got broader scope. Um, and he's also it. another king. Exactly. Yeah. He's always been King Ghidorah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And uh, also, uh, like Godzilla versus Ghidorah is a really is a really important important film in the overall right. arc of Godzilla because this is the first movie. Wherein Godzilla is pretty much unarguably not the antagonist. Right. Mm -hmm. He teams up with Rodan and Mothra to put the beat down on on freaking uh, Ghidorah, and, not just, and then just leaves. And not not even just not the antagonist, antagonist but actively on our side. Yes, he on is humanity's he, side. He, well, he, he helps off. us. He starts off. Well, he's fighting Rodan a little bit. Right. Yeah, he starts off fighting Rodan. Yeah, just but. But that was mostly because he like Rodan kind of showed up and was like. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, Rodan just kind of showed up in his turf. And yep. And then, but then Mothra was like, "Hey, um, guys, yeah. there's this three-headed dragon." Which, over by the here. way, this this truly is the power of maternity because it's like, "Hey, kids, get your shit together. We got we." Well, got this is real... adolescent Mothra. Well, that's true. This is caterpillar best. style. Yeah. This is larva yep. style. She's not an imago yet. Again, yet. Yeah. But um, but she still kicks us. Yeah, she does, and she like. That 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 uh, oh, they that, do that, that silly string web thing yeah, yeah, yeah. is a really ridiculously useful like it it almost always works. Well, what I had a, another note I had here was that this was like um, this was like one of those things you see on like uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance or something where you have the two superpowers come together mm -hmm. like Iron Man blasting off of Captain America's shield to ricochet blast somebody like this is they mm -hmm. did this like you know fastball special kind of thing where it's like okay. Uh, Mothra, you climb on my shoulder, and you're going to become a turret as I fly around, or I, <laughs> yeah. or I leave. Oh yeah, was that like, Rodan. Yeah, it was Rodan. Yeah, like Rodan. Rodan uses Mothra as an airborne turret, and I'm like this is so fucking badass. Yeah. Right. I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Right, and I love how I love how you know because how Rodan sounds like a jet plane. Mm-hmm. That that that's that is his uh, like 
the the sound effect I, is really just a jet plane. Uh, right, he's yeah. Starscream. Yeah, yeah. Right. even though he's flapping his wings, he sounds like a jet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the other thing I liked about this one, I really enjoyed the human subplot. Mm-hmm. You know, the princess. And yeah. The, yeah, I actually found that oddly compelling. Uh, that was one of my notes. Was like, I'm actually invested in this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and and I think that's really going to be the, one of the tenets of of the better Godzilla movies is where the human subplot is well written and doesn't seem like an afterthought, and yeah. also the Godzilla subplot. Doesn't seem like an afterthought, right, right? And they work well together. And yeah. the thing is, is, I would watch it just for the human subplot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty like solid. The, what's with this? She's a prophet. What? Um, but she's a princess. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing that's really worth emphasizing on this is um, not only is this the first time. You're right. It's an important movie for a lot of reasons. Not only is this the first time uh, Godzilla is a good guy with air quotes. You know, um, mm-hmm. is a protagonist. And his nemi- arguably his biggest nemesis shows up and all that. It's also um, it's also the first time where you start doing all this space stuff, which becomes a hallmark of the franchise. Uh, yeah, it's not well, as it's part I, of the space I've, race. I've, I've got that you. note for Astro Monster coming up because Astro Monster really kicks yeah, off I mean, a big. That's what it like, really gets into it. But yeah. this is the first like. This is the first. Yeah, this is this is, the, this is the in the water. This monster part. from outer space. Because um, it's not just King Ghidorah, it's also Monster Zero, which I don't think is actually mentioned in this one. No. They refer to it as Monster Zero in, in the, the next, next one. one. Yep. But this is they do say that it's a space monster in this. Mm-hmm. They establish yeah, no, he's, that. He's, he destroyed, uh, what was it, Jupiter or Saturn? Jupiter yeah, was, Jupiter. Yeah, it was Jupiter, yeah. according, to, according to the prophet. Yeah, yeah. as the princess slash Yeah, she got, she got possessed Jupiter. by a spirit from, from Jupiter or something. I don't know. Right. It sounds like the plot to a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> but um, also... Um, one really awesome, uh, like one thing that, that's worth noticing, mentioning about Ghidorah, mm-hmm. he doesn't spit lightning. No, they're gravity. He beams. spits concentrated gravity. Oh, okay. It just looks like lightning because what? What? I mean, yeah. how are you going to visually represent concentrated <laughs> gravity? But no, officially those yeah, are how do gravity. You see beams. gravity. That's yeah. 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 Um, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and the only reason I got that was because I had to look it up mm-hmm. um, to get. Um, yeah, that was not clear to me at all. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's stated they're called gravity beams like once in the next movie, mm-hmm. um, but it's not exactly. It's not a huge thing. Uh, it's just like, yes, Godzilla breeds fire, but keep in mind it's also atomic. radioactive. Yeah, it's radioactive. It's, it's atomic it's fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> arguably, the radiation is more dangerous than the fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, that was one of the things. Like, I liked. I mean, King Ghidorah is awesome, but like, I always thought that that looked really lame and cheap and kind of the the yellow beams. I was like, really, this is the best you can do. Yeah, the yellow lightning mm. beams. Yeah. I At the same it, time, the three heads were moving kind of like erratically. Um, yeah. It's it, it was designed uh, to evoke a com- a comment a, a the um, the Japanese folk uh, monster. Um, um, Fuck. Uh, Orochi. Um, Yamamoto Orochi? 
Also, it's flight, and partially because of the head flailing around, it's flight looks like the derpiest thing ever. Yes, Yamato like, Orochi, sorry. It's not so much flight as it's awkward hurtling through the mm. air. Right, <laughs> which is the eight-headed giant snake, and uh, and Ghidorah was, was sort of modeled to be uh, reminiscent of him. It's except... like Powdered Toast Man, how he flies backwards and weird and Rin Stempy. I don't know. Yeah. This flight just seemed weird to me. I can't remember if this if it was this is the era or it was next era where Godzilla flies with his breath with at one breath, point. Yeah. And man, does that oh, look silly! Boy, it's yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I can't remember if it's this era or, or or the next era, which we won't get to for I don't yeah, know if that's ever. Super weird. Um, but <laughs> but no, at one point he curls up and breathes down and flies away. It's like really. There are a number of times that really feel like jump the shark moments. Is that, for Godzilla. Is that before or after Quake was released? I don't know. Because that sounds like the first rocket. Kind of like rocket jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, and our heroes, which include Godzilla, save the day. <clears throat> right. And this is the first time we yeah. also it is implied that the monsters have a language that evidently they all understand. Yeah. Yeah, that's another plot device. And again. Yeah. You know, and again, the uh, the fairies. Um, the Shabby Jean. The Shabby Jean. They yes. get an entirely new Mothra song, which is actually, of the two Mothra songs, actually my favorite Mothra song. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like, where are they now? Yeah, the if I, if I recall correctly, um, all of the all of the monsters survive this one, right? Yeah. They yeah. they wound King Peter Gator, is like, he fuck this away. shit, I'm out of here, and He's flies like, off into space. Is worth, I'm going away. Yeah. yeah. Mothra's which, still around. Yeah. Rodan's still around. He's actually, still around. Which is another trend that begins now. Right. Uh, almost zero monster fatalities. Right. Which technically, all... I guess you could well know because Mothra bit it, but sort original of. Mothra. Yeah. Bit. Eh, so kind yeah. of it gets weird. And, yeah, also, and, other one of the other larvae died off screen. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's odd. It's a weird choice. Right. Yeah. Well, they, you know, this but, one gets to survive for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the the thing with this one is, is, for all the shooting, especially in close quarters, no human kills another human, which is why I think it's rated G. Yeah. <laughs> because all the yeah. monster, because all the violence is monsters fighting each other, and right? kids can't. I mean, kids absolutely can't emulate that, but. They can't emulate that. Okay, right. so real quick, weird note in this. Yeah. Um, during the fight scene in the lab, mm-hmm. um, when the uh, they send one of the assassins out to, uh, you know, one of the assassins out, and one of the guys hits him over the head with a wrench, mm-hmm. uh, and he picks up the guy's gun. It really threw me because I see a guy in the 60s pick up a gun and keep his fig- finger outside the trigger guard. And for a second, I'm thinking... That's trigger discipline. But then he wraps it around the outside of the trigger. Guard. <laughs> no, no, he just doesn't know how to use a fucking gun. <laughs> I'm just like... Someone representing good trigger discipline, except then not. <laughs> nah, yeah, he's like, oh, no, he's just an idiot. Uh, you had me in, you lost me. All right. Well, let us move on again, because we only, like... I yeah. not, these have been keeping to about ten minutes a segment, which is good, because I think we'll need to do a little bit of wrap up after this episode too. Yeah. So zero. All right, so attack of Astro Monster. That was invasion of Astro Monster. Uh, is it? It's it's, de- it's something it's of a invasion, invasion of Astro, of Astro in, Monster. It's the most Japanese sounding title. Yeah, because like, in, or at least the most English in, sounding title. Yeah, because yeah. in English, in in because uh, in Japanese it's Kaiju Daisenso, uh, mm-hmm. which is the giant monster war. 
Which, a lot of this <laughs> stuff know. doesn't translate particularly yeah, well. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially since kaiju has, uh, you know, it's it's a kind of unique Japanese word. Yes, it yeah. means giant monster, but that's mostly because we decided that's what it meant in English. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, right. Well, I mean, that's just you know. All right. So. This movie is another uh, is another big important one in terms of uh, in terms of precedent to be set. Oh, and it bears mentioning here because I'm kind of the timeline keeper here. Go ahead. Um, Mothra vs. Godzilla and Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster are both 1964, so just one year after uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla, and this is again just one year after those movies, 1965. Yeah, right. Uh, right really in the thick of the space. Yeah. Um, so we get a, a few a few staples, which is. Planet Ten, or X. Planet X, yeah, Planet X, and space aliens who are generally up to no good. You guys, that planet drinks so much Mountain Dew and snowboards so hardcore. I'm Radical, just... yeah, <laughs> it's X Planet, man. <laughs> my my note uh, was, hey, aliens. Oh man, they're up to hijinks. You can't see well, it. Well, I'm sure I'm never going to see this again. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm doing the two-handed like knife hand aliens. <laughs> aliens, yeah. But aliens. Not saying it's aliens, but aliens. Aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, aliens are bad, but aliens are bad. <laughs> aliens are universally bad. Like they'll they'll they will frequently be like, oh no, we're just here to be nice and happy and friends. But no, they're always no. We're nice. not just here to be nice and happy. We're here to literally cure cancer. Yes, or any disease. <laughs> right, and then of course, but you know, I mean, How to Serve Man was a cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have known better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Although to be fair, the astronauts were suspicious from the get go. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Uh, this seems way too good to be true. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I just want to point out how awesome it is that the American astronaut is Glenn. <laughs> I love that. I laughed my ass off when that subtitle showed up. It's like Glenn, and I'm like, I also ah, like how they got. Of they, course, his name's Glenn. I also like how they got an American guy to do to be him too. Yeah, yeah. that was another thing I noticed. I'm like, oh, look at this, yeah, non-Japanese mm-hmm. actor, and he's playing a non-Japanese role. Right. <clears throat> oh, okay, this is a funny thing. Um, the other thing I noticed. In the military, in back in to Kong, mm-hmm. all the Americans were wearing white gloves, just like the Japanese did. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, it was really interesting. Also, to, going back to Kong, to hear someone saying in English, "It's Gojira." <laughs> yes. Gojira, yeah. Well, and, and that's so weird. That's like the most surreal thing. Yeah, they I mean, all had this. That's what this, he's called in Japan. Sure. Yeah. 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 But, well, and they all had, they all had this really pronounced. They had this really pronounced country accent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, turn about is fair play, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. fun Japanese subtitles that none of us could read. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> hearing English and seeing Japanese. It's like, like you, you look at American cinema, and you've got the you've got the <laughs> Japanese people wearing like ridiculous tooth prosthetics and. <laughs> Really emphasizing their R's as hard as they possibly can. So I say, "All right, bitch, we're gonna we're gonna Texas the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make you the most southern drawly fucks ever in our movie." Tell about that ring. But let us get back to Invasion of Astro Monster. Um, so it, it's a redux of the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less. Um, and used a whole hell of a lot of footage. From the previous movie, as a result, um, it's well. It, it it's because uh, it, it's it's harder to notice than in some other, some future movies where they reuse footage, because the color matching was was well done, and sometimes you can see because like 
it's like referencing a movie from five years ago and the film is degraded and it's like, this is just not as good a quality of what you're watching. Right. But there was a lot of, re of reused footage in this movie. Um, also, we get the infamous Godzilla dance. No, but the Godzilla victory dance. Yeah. Yes. Jumps up and poses and... Okay, now, this is something... Um, this is where he starts getting kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is this is something kind of weird too. Um, we know I noticed in versus Kong, and in the uh, in the um, oh god in uh, Gidera. Oh, Gidera. Mm -hmm. They start throwing rocks. Oh yeah, I, I, this is a note I had throughout the. I'm like. Okay, rock throwing or rock punting fetish. Like, what is this? Like, it's it's just ping, ping pong. Yeah, it's constantly throwing rocks at each other all the time. I'm like, um, bitch, you've got atomic breath. What are you doing chucking rocks? Right. Well, Breathe on yeah. them, for God's sake. Well, I mean, there's, there's an the... argument that the atomic breath, one, wasn't all that very effective against him in the first place, and two, was a very expensive effect. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't have, we have enough for three uses of this. From a meta perspective, sure, I'm like, all right. I mean, well, the rock thing the... is a cheat thing. They're going to keep doing the rock thing, but yeah. right. Well, I love the a, I love a the piece of painted, painted styrofoam. You can use that over and over again. Right. And I love the volleyball match between uh, between uh, was it uh, Ghidorah and uh, and and Godzilla? No, it was Rodan. Uh, Rodan and Godzilla. That became yeah, a just, thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really, they kind of, I mean, they really lampshaded it at a certain point. They're yeah. just like, we're gonna really lean into this hard. Right. Yeah, like I said, this is the begin. This is the this is the very noticeable beginnings of when Godzilla started to get silly. Yeah. Right, because they were trying to appeal to not just making a hero, yeah, younger audience. Yeah. Well, um, and and it was kind of funny because I'm watching this on my computer, um, mm -hmm. and after it was after. Um, is after Ghidorah, um, Randy, my, my wife, comes over and says, it's so funny, it's like watching two very confused men fight. Uh, you know, it's, it's at the risk of being stereotypical, it's just like it's watching two of my gay friends fight. <laughs> <laughs> or drunk or both. Exactly, yeah. two drunk men fighting, or yeah, it's just like... Yeah. It's know. like two guys who can barely move and really can't see very well Trying to convincingly, convincingly fight. I, I think to kind of combine our thoughts there, Ben, it's like two gay frenemies who are tipsy getting catty with one another. Exactly. There's like, Ugh, and they're just kind of flailing around and not yeah. quite being that effective. Well, and then, then, there's the, then there's the part where, you know, they're yelling at each other because right, you, see, yeah. you see Rodan doing that little head spin thing, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, which which I've seen talk several... To the, talk to the wing, I guess. Yeah, talk to the wing. It's <laughs> like, you know, that little, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just so yeah, and, and, right? Because mm. if monsters can talk to each other, now monsters can shit talk each other. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's a natural. They progression. actually have a spoken language with subtitles in another movie. They have conversations. And what's super oh, weird yeah. is that this is actually this links all the way to the movie that came out this year because they have that whole subplot device thing of oh, communicating with the monsters and monsters yep. stuff, mm -hmm. you know. But anyway, so back to Astronauts. Um, so this is. Uh, Astro Monster is also silly. interesting because, hey, this is also the first time that Godzilla, like, gets mind controlled. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's mind control all the monsters. Um, Which is also another recurring plot device along with the whole space thing. Mm -hmm. Often the two go hand in hand. 
the space and some sort of remote controlling of the monster. Or, in the case of Mechagodzilla, making a thing that looks like Godzilla, except it's also a robot. This also felt very H.G. Wells to me, War of the worlds where it's like, oh, look, this frequency is the big secret, and ha-ha, we have won now. Yes. You know? This guy managed to, to invent a thing that I think was just made to annoy people um, that happens to be their one and only weakness. Right. <laughs> it's right up there with uh, Jeff Goldblum designing a virus that they deliver through an Apple computer system to aliens somehow on Independence Day. Well, hey, right. you know... Because reasons. Yeah, because he figured out, evidently he figured out their entire programming <coughs> language through their, yeah, so. Well, I mean, it is Jeff Goldblum. If anyone's going to work work out an alien programming language, it's going to be Jeff Goldblum. He just Grand Admiral thronged all over them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, I observed you, and now I can just destroy you. Yes, I've looked at your art, and I can now, yeah, anyways. Yes. That, that aside, Thrawn is amazing. Yeah, Thrawn's awesome. I tease because I love. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Astro Monster had some plot elements that we see throughout that era. I'm a spy, but I fell in love with you. I'm now going to turn yeah, on my yeah. entire planet. And <laughs> probably die for it. And probably die for it. Right. But yeah, that, that happens a lot. I found Glenn oddly charming. It was like, I don't know. It was just this whole, like, he had this bro thing going on with the other guy. Yeah. Like, he was just like, oh, I'll get out of your way, wink, wink. And, like, yeah. I just, I, I thought it was a fun, like, you know, yeah, he was, fun aspects He was of a the, genuinely kind of just nice guy and good right. and all around fun. I feel like the bits. I mean, no wonder the, you know, the alien spy fell in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bits that were not in space were actually pretty fun. Yeah. But the space stuff just kind of felt like a. Like in a, like space! A, it's just kind of like a, like a slow, trudgy, like, okay, we all know where this is going. Let's kind of yeah. let's move this let's along. Let's move this along, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was like, an average movie. Uh, one thing that I really wish that they could, that they would have done, like, one thing like, they could have done to make that movie a lot better is cut out the scene right after the, the, the astronauts leave Planet X the first time. Uh, cut out the scene where the where the uh, controller guy turns around and goes, ha, 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 they're falling into my evil plans. It's like, yeah, let that shit be a twist, man. Right. Yeah, and the whole show don't tell thing. Yeah. Which I think you would understand the concept of when, when it, your genre is giant fuck off monsters. <laughs> I mean, for like, the sakes, it's the Showa era. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Showa. This don't is tell a show. That's, you know, it's really named after you know the emperor, but still, um, Shh, ruins the joke. Yeah, ruins the joke. <laughs> So shall we move on? Yeah, to our last film of the night. Alright, our last film of the night. Ebera, Horror of the Deep. Horror. 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 Like, it, this one doesn't even actually have Godzilla, like, in its name. In the title, right? Well, to be fair, we already had that with Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. That's true. Right. Well, and the... the and Invasion, and of, Invasion Astro of Astro Monster, even, yeah. yeah. Which is funny, because those are both the same monster. Yeah. Although it's to. uh, it's billed as Godzilla versus Ebera in the United States. Oh, and to keep um, our little timeline straight here, one year later, again, mm-hmm. 1966 for this one. This is the uh, one of the two... Uh, Godzilla films that famously got uh, got um, panned on MST3K. Yeah. Um, so now, technically, in the in the Japanese version of it, mm-hmm. it's Gojira uh, Ebera Musura Nankai Donaketo, which is Godzilla Ebera Mothra, Mothra, Big Duel in the South Seas. 
That's okay. a cooler name. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's also a very long name. Yeah, but so? Big Duel in the South Seas, you know. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Although there's three, and it's a big duel, but that's because Mothra gonna get show, is just. Uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, here, here, here's the thing: God, uh, Mothra is a goddess, right? Yeah. So it's a literal Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite literally. A Although technically, it would be a Dea Ex Machina, but that's yeah, that's well, splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The Mothra's an insect, so I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. But. Um, this is this is one of the movies that got that got a uh, that, that got a an MST3K treatment and also um, like I I don't really know why because it's not a bad movie. Well, I, th problem... I, think I, I think I do know why okay. because there's so much goofy shit going on almost all the time. It's not That's about the true. quality of the movie. It's about how much it's, right material. It's about how much how many jokes you can make out, and there are right. a lot of jokes. That can and be and let me true. let me put this in context um, for people. The movie starts off. And it is a dance competition with young people. A dance marathon. A dance marathon. One of the yeah, it's like a nineteen twenties style, like you know. If you can keep dancing dance for, for days, for three days, then you get this. Uh, then boat. you get the boat. Yeah. Right. Because this guy really device. wants a boat. Yeah. Because he wants to go out and try and find his missing brother who died at sea. So he must dance the night away, and then the next night, and the next night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> by the way, I know one of my notes here is like inspired by beach party movies? Question mark. <laughs> like this was very 1960s, like American. Like, hey, we're a bunch of young, yeah. attractive kids dancing around a beach. You yeah, guys. I, I can see because we're cool. Yeah, yeah, we're hip. This this we're movie. Swingers. This movie also had one of like is one of the more like. Something I, I noticed about it is it's it's one it's it's another one of the movie it's it's the first one, but not the last one unfortunately where Godzilla and the giant monster and, and like even the whole giant monster thing is really feels like an afterthought. Yeah, it's like barely there. They hardly like, have any screen time. They could have written out the giant lobster. Yeah. And just had there be a storm or right. something along those lines to cause the shipwreck. Right. Like they could have, they they could have made this movie entirely without kaiju. This is basically Joker and Suicide Squad syndrome. Like, yeah. You could have had the entire movie without this character aspect, and it wouldn't really change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have. You, that means you need to you need to change the climax. But. That's not like it, it, it. From a writing perspective, it doesn't seem like it would be all that hard. Yeah, because the early movies, it was all very tied together and important. Mm. And these, it's more like, okay, guys, we got our human script. Now throw the monsters in there somehow. Yeah, let's. Right. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Which is one thing. Like how do we want to cause the the shipwreck? Giant lobster. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Giant we haven't lobster. done a I haven't yeah. done a giant lobster yet. Let's do a giant lobster. Yeah, it feels <laughs> lazy. Because it is. It was. But that's what they, they did a lot know, of that in this one. Yeah. They're like, hey, giant spider, giant condor, giant praying mantis. Sure, why not? Just yeah, we'll get to those. It's like some. It's like a kid was like playing with a bunch of little toys or something. Yeah. And one of the people on the film just looked over there and was like, oh, okay. Brilliant. Give yeah. that kid a writing credit. <laughs> yeah. Get him on the board. Let's see. <laughs> or they just, you know. They just uh, what do you call that? Focus grouped it with a bunch of like yeah. six year olds, eight year olds. So little, so little Timmy. What do you want to see, Godzilla? Well, I, I want to see next? this little toy and this little toy. Bap, 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 and he cl and he clanks them together. It's like <laughs> you got it, Timmy. We'll get right on that. <laughs> but I actually, I really liked the human element in this movie too. Like it, I, I feel like if it, like this would have been a pretty good movie 
Yeah. Without Godzilla and the monsters in it, like it would have, right. you could have made a compelling movie out of this. And that's just what, that's like what's with so, Gidera. Uh, yeah. yeah. You could have made a good movie of that without. That's the a, that's what's so frustrating about it is you take, you, you could have two separate movies that are entertaining their own mm-hmm. right, where you have like a good just monster fest where they beat the shit out of each other, and then you have the human aspect, like which destroy is, all monsters. Yeah, you could just have you just have the, the human element where there's just an actual movie that doesn't really have anything to do with monsters. Final war. But then you smash them together and you make a kind of crappy version of both in one movie. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like I I I liked the humans uh trying you know. I liked the hey we're on an island with an evil with with like an enemy government like an, an enemy like paramilitary group let's deal with them. It very much yeah. it, it, thing. did anyone else get a Dungeons and Dragons vibe from this little bit? It felt like a little party of D and D people. Like oh you've got the rogue and like you know you've got mm-hmm. the uh, you've you've got it the made me fighter type. I, I really kind of more flashed to like Metal Gear Solid. Personally, yeah but. yeah that's fair. Island of paramilitary wackos, and we must sneak around. And, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. very. It felt very Metal Gear Solid to me, but yeah, um, that's very MGS. That's so it's true. a very, very video game feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I, I like how with the monster fights, like, the cutscenes. Yeah, the, the, uh, <laughs> the cinematic. Sure. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, if we're comparing it to Hideo to uh, to Metal Gear Solid, Hideo Kojima could total would totally do that. Like, oh yeah, here's this really solid stealth and. Nano machines, son, um, and other such interesting quotable memes. Right. Um, yep. Um, I like how the thief guy, who was you know just absolutely a criminal thief, is like, well, uh, my money's all wet now, so um, guess I'll help these losers. <laughs> well, I mean, he had nowhere to go, right? I mean. Yeah. He didn't have a way off the island. Mm-hmm. So. And he is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I can just totally pick. I am Jill, the master of unlocking. You, Jill, the master of unlocking. <laughs> yeah. You're the master of unlocking. Yeah, he can open free. He, op- he, 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 by touch and listen, uh, opened the reactor door to a nuclear reactor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why is this guy not hired on by government at this point? Right. This the, another thing I noticed in this one is this seemed to be kind of like um, the beginning of that trend. Although you saw some of it with the Planet X sets, but this is the trend of the big generic cheesy laboratory. Like yeah. you see this kind of set in like almost all the movies going mm-hmm. forward. It has you know? flashing lights. Yeah. Tubes. You just got a little checklist you go down, yeah. you know? Right. Things, things that are bubbling, maybe. Sure, sure. Because right. the one in, G- in Gidera actually looked like, you know, it might, everything there might do something. Yeah, no, that, the, the psychologist's lab actually looked like it was maybe a scientific lab. Right. This was this more is, sort of, yeah. this was laboratory. Yeah, this, uh, this, this screamed, mad science! Yeah, this was very much like, I noticed, mad, I, say. I noticed that this started the trend of like ridiculous laboratories that didn't have any ostensible reason for the things that were there and yeah. where they were and why yeah. they were. Like, why the, why the hell does the, does, does the Red Mantis army need a heavy water reactor? Well, that's for making um, plutonium, yes. Plutonium. But like, they don't. They seem to be primarily smugglers, right? They're smuggling yeah. plutonium. 
you know, water or something. Examining any of this with any scrutiny, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just, also, gonna, you're just gonna be disappointed. Also, like, is that <laughs> piss water? Like, is it made from lemon? Is it like just a bunch of lemon juice? Is that what it is? Right. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's part of a long. <laughs> that was list also of super weird that they were like enslaving the people to uh, make the piss water. Yeah, right? a bunch of a bunch like, of infant islanders too. Yeah. Which like, can you just not drink enough? Well, like <laughs> what I what I really don't get is why would you ever ever kidnap people from it like okay like, i know right from infant island pick another island bitch yeah because like one that doesn't have a giant monster protecting here, here's the thing that can fly yeah it, 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 <laughs> yeah they can just fly over and shit all over you it, it is accepted mm-hmm. that all of these movies it's occur within the same Timeline and universe. Yeah, these guys. Yeah. Have so the papers. existence of Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan. If you're gonna if you're gonna steal from any monsters island, go to Faroe Island, steal King Kong's people because he don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah. not gonna swim all Skull that way. Island. Yeah, he also can't fly. No, no he was. In, in, it was. Uh, well, no, they, call, they call it something else. Yeah, in, in King Kong, it was it was Faroe Island. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Faroe Island. That's yeah, right. but like you don't steal. You, you, like it, it, it seems like you're just inviting, like, and, and and that's the other thing that always confuses me. Like in all of these movies, I guess it's time to talk a rap, talk wrap up. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So because because exactly. why are people like? I feel like everyone always reacts. Holy shit! It's Godzilla. I mean, yes, it's terrifying, but like, are you surprised? At this, at this point, point yeah. at this point, Japanese school, high school should have Godzilla drills. Well, they exactly. actually go. They they ha- they show some of that, and where well, they where so they have those like uh, emergency evacuation spots. Uh-huh. Actually, I think that's in, in the second movie, right? Yeah. Yes, it is in they, the second movie. They, they go to those, were, those were really just bomb shelters. Well, or... repurposed bomb shelters. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but they still regardless of how they came to be, they've established that they have a procedure and a location. Yeah, and this like, is like this is two movies in. Yes, ev- yeah. and but everyone's always like, oh, it's Godzilla. It's like, yeah. no shit. He yeah. lives. Also, he he lives really on this planet. Also, do you really need to point? <laughs> he attacks. Right. I feel like everyone else can clearly see the giant right. fuck off. Monster. He attacks yeah, Godzilla. He, he, he attacks Japan like every third month. Right. Yeah. Like, you should kind of be used to this. <laughs> yeah, because you say it's Godzilla. Most people are going to be looking towards the water. Godzilla. Um, no way, Godzilla. Shit. Okay. Well, right. there goes my weekend. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, with the whole thing of. I can imagine how this con- that conversation went. You know, it's like, we will steal people from Infant Island. Uh, boss, don't they have a goddess that's real, spits poison, and can fly? Pow! That's what you get for it, you know, defying me. <laughs> also, we have a giant lobster. <laughs> we have a giant lobster, yeah. We have a giant fucking lobster. Yeah, it's like, and let's... Can, and, and, can, hey, can let's, ever a fly? No. You know. <laughs> Although... It is kind of cool. Ebra is also one of the first monsters you see like directly eat someone. Yeah, yeah, that's that. It like drops a person in its mouth. So, but here's the other thing. But here's the other thing. Lobster flipping the script. Let's go. Let's go land on this island. We'll be all around it. But let's. We don't notice that this big fuck off Godzilla (laughs) is sleeping in a cave. cave Yeah, I mean, who are are these fuck? Who are these clowns doing the recon here? Right. And and here's what I want to know: when they find out, (laughs) they find out. I mean, that God. I mean, even without Godzilla hibernating in the fucking island. Right. Leaving that aside, when they find out there's a giant fuck off lobster, lobster? thing that's going to be harrying them every time, mm-hmm. instead of just 
instead of coming up with let's a bunch maybe of, move base. Yeah, I was gonna no, say instead like, of like no, let's with find this chemical that an makes scheme yeah. to yeah. have the chemical, and then I'm like, just pick a different fucking island. <laughs> like, well, I, I can actually Come understand on. the chemical to keep Ebera away. Because that's going to keep... Well, then Ebera is the defense for other people. Yeah, because that's going to keep meddlesome governments away. Right. right. Especially if Ebera, you know, being a lobster, can't really go out and land very much. Yeah. But But we find out Godzilla's there, call it a fucking day. Yeah. Yeah, And of course, you know, is it... (laughs) Who's their real estate agent? But wait a minute, did they know that Godzilla was I don't think they did. Okay, so that's the that's that, the that, that's really got to be the main thing. The protagonist conveniently the go- protagonist discover oh hey shit um now there's a sleeping Godzilla here what right, there's a sleeping kaiju so yeah and it's like can you imagine the real estate agent who's going you know it's like well I've got this giant fuck off monster hey let's go this one but Godzilla likes this place okay good and you know it's like. Oh, terrorists! Yeah, come on, guys. He's like, I just triple booked this place. Yeah, it was super <laughs> weird. You know, well, then like, the spider comes out of there. Yeah, I mean, they missed a lot. On yeah, their scouting been, missions. Yeah, they, they missed be, a lot. I mean, and that's, the giant that's putting it lightly. Yeah. And the giant and the condor. Yeah, like yeah. this was yeah. this was very much um, slap. This, this is very much like throw darts at a dartboard. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> We need a, we need another fifteen minutes of movie. Um, right. Okay, now he's gonna fight a <laughs> um, giant spider and <laughs> condor. Okay, See, I, I picture more as that game that you played in elementary school. There were foldy papers on your fingers, like what, 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 what. Okay, yeah. giant spider. Yeah, what I see it as the guy going, you know, he's like, you know, she won't. Like, you know, go to the prop room, see what we have. <laughs> you know, yes, it's, like, it's, that, that's actually more likely. What like, suits what do we have left like, over? Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah, what do they have in the costuming department, more or less? Well, there's this giant spider from another... Yeah, let's use that. Yeah, let's throw that nice. shit in there, why not? Right? Yeah, exactly. I li- uh, however, I actually really like Ebra. Um, so, here's the other thing I wonder. Mm-hmm. The movie or the creature? The movie. Okay. Yeah. So, what? how did they figure out that this stuff worked? Well, yeah. my guess is it's lemon juice, and like, just <laughs> someone juice. dropped lemon juice, and is like, oh, he just doesn't Where's like butter? lemon juice. <laughs> it's like, oh, everybody made fun of me when they thought we wouldn't need fifty gallons of lemon juice on this excursion. Who's laughing now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so this is uh, really this is, weird. This has been part one. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, so a quick wrap up on thoughts in the movies. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Godzilla's the original, still the best. Uh, We're gonna save our overall rankings for the end of part two. Yeah, well, it's uh, not official rankings mm-hmm. per se. I just yeah of this mm-hmm. of this group. Yeah, uh, I like I like Gojira, um, but I, I think of the ones that like I said hit the best for me. Yeah, Ghidorah was the one that hit the best for me just because of the subplot. Yeah, Ghidorah's real. Although the, the yeah. subplot in in, in the climactic fight was pretty cool too. Yeah, it was. Because you never really had a big royale like that before. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking Godzilla, Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's pretty cool. Right. I I, I gotta say it's probably my second favorite uh, fight um, after the mm-hmm. tag team. Um, in Mechagodzilla with uh, with Mechagodzilla and Gigant versus um, or sorry not Mechagodzilla and Gigant I think it's Mechagodzilla and Ghidorah actually versus uh, Caesar and, uh, and King Caesar and Godzilla there's some really cool also get get just Mecha, get Mecha prepped yeah. I like the King Caesar song too <laughs> okay <laughs> consider me warned <laughs> Now, also in this one, um, 
the twins playing the the mm-hmm. uh, the fairies yep. change. Because mm-hmm. it went from the Peanuts to... Uh, this is their only uh, appearance in movies called Pear Bambi. Mm-hmm. So, they could Did they have like, a peanut allergy? They couldn't get the peanuts for that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I, I would say that, yeah... Um, got, got, there, there's a reason that Gojira is a classic. Yep. Yeah. There's a reason it was its own Criterion Spine before all 15 of these movies became their a single Criterion Spine, Criterion Spine 1000, which, um, yeah, I'm going to buy that. I would say to, to people that don't want to get super invested in the Godzilla movies but just want to watch like a few of the best ones for, from these that we talked about today, I'd say Godzilla and Ghidorah are probably the ones that are worth I also say Godzilla versus Mothra. Well, Mothra too, yeah. Yeah, um, Mothra definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say those three are very very much worth watching. Mm-hmm. The other ones are okay, but you don't they're not terribly important. Yeah. I don't think. I can highly recommend if you can get your hands on it, which is difficult because they don't have the licensing rights for it uh, anymore. Shout TV doesn't, but if you can get your hands on it, the MST3K episode of Godzilla vs. Ebra is also really good. There you go. Yeah. I think that that's the one I that's the version I would rather I think watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and while we didn't watch any of these in dubs, the dubs are okay for the most part. They're just kind of products of their times. So get used to bad lip flap sync and dubious voice choices. Yeah, it's about, you know, it's the lesser of two evils, right? It's okay. Do but you... really, just learn to watch movies with subtitles. You can. It, it, well, well no, here's the thing like, it, if, you can, if you can manage it. Uh, there are a lot of movies that never make it to America because they're foreign films that are really good movies. So here's the thing: there's uh, mm-hmm. um, that you won't that won't ever get dubbed. I I'm fine with reading mm-hmm. subtitles with with doing subtitle movies. It, it seem in my experience, it seems like there's not much middle ground. There's people that doesn't bother at all like me, and there's people mm-hmm. that just despise it. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot in the middle in my personal experience. Yeah, some people are like I don't like to. I'd say you should. Like, but for the right movie, they'll yeah, do it. Getting used yeah. to it will it will yeah. be it will give you the opportunity to broaden your theatrical horizons immensely. Right. Yeah, I think that pretty much like sums it being up. Being able to watch Amelie, which is a really good movie, Brother and it's only in French. Brotherhood of the Wolf, baby. Hmm? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that's a great great movie that's uh, have, French with English subtitles. I have not seen Brotherhood of the Wolf, but uh, I have to rectify that. It's classic. Yes, okay. it's classic. It's, I watched yeah. it in theaters with French. Oh yeah, you know, and yeah, I saw it when I was in theaters. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's a great movie. Uh, so next time we will be complete. We will be continuing this madness with eight more Godzilla movies, including the two that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. We will try to make the crappy ones, the really crappy ones, as painless as possible. Or we will make as much fun of them. Yeah. yeah. We can have some fun with those. Some therapeutic walking. Yeah. Yep. So, um, happy 65th anniversary, Godzilla. Actually, 65th birthday versus that 65th millionth birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, all you listeners out there, part two coming in uh, two weeks. See you next time on Geek Fanthology. This has been Neil. The one true Ben. And Mike. Bye. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter O and the number 91. 
Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow us. Everything you can do to help algorithms make us more visible helps in the long run. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation on, your web, on our website or a reoccurring one on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Screonk. <laughs>